0: Ever feel
1: like you've got to get your should together?
0: Is your should about
1: to hit the fan? Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life, wondering if you could be more, see more, do more? Welcome to Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randolph. We're both authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should. With a whole lot of faith together, let's sort through the pain, purpose, and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do. Because there's so much more in you.
0: Today we're talking about in order to be a good leader, you have to know how to be a good follower, oh, right? So wise,
1: Cincy. So
0: wise. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to look at what it means to follow and not just your favorite celebrities on the gram or Twitter. We're going to walk hand right. in hand with someone leading you with wisdom to places or through situations you might not have ventured before.
1: Yeah, we're so excited to have you join us today as we learn what it means to follow like Jesus. Let's go. <laughs>
0: Well, this is a part of the show where we rapid fire the things we're so thankful for throughout the week. So I'm going to set the clock here for 30 seconds. Yes. Yes. Confetti Like Praise
1: is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. But oh, we actually have a caveat in Ooh. this Confetti Like Praise. That's right. Here's our caveat. It's our favorite media to follow. Now that could be a celebrity. That could be a podcast show. That could be, you know, whatever. Media. media. It's all encompassing. Media.
0: Television. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get my phone out because I really don't want to butcher the names of my favorite things.
1: Oh, how can you do I this follow? in 30 seconds? You're going to destroy yourself. I'm going to win. I'm procrastinating. I'm ready. Okay. okay 30
0: seconds. Uh, Candace go. will go first. On your mark, get set. Confetti like
1: praise. Um, uh, I really like following Justin Bieber.
0: <laughs> oh, I love the Biebs. Like if I, yep. Okay. Fun yep. therapy uh, podcast with Mike Foster.
1: Ooh, I like following um, Good Morning America.
0: Ooh, i love married at first sight tv show
1: oh i like following my friend patricia heaton she's the best she's got a new show i love her
0: Ooh, i like following shut the
1: shit up on instagram <laughs> okay i like oh
0: <sighs> oh, oh really like i felt like we were yeah. just getting started well stay tuned as we continue to, t- to talk about the things you should and should not follow
1: again won't he do it y'all come on won't
0: he do it y'all won't he do it in this segment we highlight your reviews and celebrate how god is using this podcast to make an impact
1: <laughs> okay so we have one from a sue O5. she gave us five stars and she says this is refreshing bowls of laughter. I got to be honest. When I first read it, I thought it said bowels. <laughs> I did too. I did too. <laughs> I was I like refreshing too. bowels of laughter. Nasty. But then I was like, oh, that's me. that read it wrong. It's a refreshing bowl of laughter. But listen, ASU05, that I'm not going I, I would buzz you so hard if this was a buzzword <laughs> episode. I'd be like, what's a bowl of laughter? I kind of yeah. want one though. I'm not. Oh, to it kind of sounds cute. When do you does. say it like a bowl of laughter. Oh, a bowl of laughter. Well, this is what it's she kind gave of Santa us Santa y <laughs> She says, I must say, this is my first ever review for a podcast. So, she, oh, hold, on, hold on. Let's stop there. If that's her first review, and then that's the subject she's going to pick. She's going hard. She's going all her. in. <laughs> she I says, see. "Yes, that you're that dang special air hug." <laughs> This podcast not only makes you bring out those bowls of laughter, (laughs) God speaks through them to you. Man, some of the words and scriptures just hit you right smack in the face and you're instantly brought to tears of realization that God loves you. He cares. He knows. And I am not alone in these thoughts. You two ladies have an amazing light and these podcasts are going to be played over and over again. Oh, Hmm. my goodness. So sweet, Asu05. So sweet. Well, here's the thing that I love that she said above all the other things. I mean, like, she's so sweet to give us air hugs. First of all, those are my kind of (laughs) hugs. No physical contact. I will take an air hug all day long. But then you said that these are going to be played over and over again. Now is a good time to just remind you, we're already in the middle of the season here of season two. If you're missing an episode, play catch up. Go ahead. Get some time on the treadmill, maybe sit your butt in a recliner, recline back, put some earbuds in and just go to town. This is a great time to play these over and over again and play catch up. And once again, if you're loving the show, leave a review on Apple podcast or however you listen. It really is amazing the things that we tell ourselves that we should and shouldn't do. The things that we constantly play on repeat in our heads. Come on now. What do we say?
0: You know, we talked about in the leadership episode, episode 3, that in order to be a leader, you also have to be a follower. So, we started over analyzing, what does that actually look like? What does it mean to follow? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people on the socials I'm following that it's like, "Why am I following you?" So <laughs>
1: I think that about the people that follow me. I'm like, why are you following me? <laughs> I'm like, basically, you're going to see a taco, a pug. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to crochet something. I'm going to be maybe with a celebrity sighting of somebody else and possibly promoting a book. So, I mean, <laughs> that's what you get. That's me. It's what you get. There Don't you throw fit.
0: It's what you get. Oh, what you think about when, who you're following... I, there's just the cutest story I have when I'm thinking of following and what that should look like. And let's go back to mom Jenny of preschoolers. And my son was, I think, like two or three. And we were outside playing. And my husband, we had the little pool set up. And my husband was just hanging out. And he just walked over to the pool and put his foot on the edge of it. And then my little son, like, toddles on over and literally does the exact same movements
1: <laughs> as his dad. I'm telling and, you, debatably, two to three is the best age. It's the best. <laughs> I, I know people say terrible twos, but it's, it's for those moments that rescue every other horrible moment. You know what I mean? It's so sweet.
0: The sweetest. And I have the video, so of course you watch it and you remember, but oh. the thing that makes me emotional about it is just the childlike innocence in that moment mm. and just the like so secure like oh yeah this is what we're doing okay I got you and just like just copying <laughs> his dad and, I don't know there's such a sweetness around it and when I Aww. think of following I'm like man if only I could just follow Jesus with such that childlike innocence and faith of like
1: God. What you're doing. Oh, yeah. Let me try to do that, too. You know what? You're taking us to a place of just making us feel like the spiritual fuzzies. If I'm talking right now, I, my story is not at all spiritual fuzzy. <laughs> Tell me about but it. But it is a story about following and where I did it incorrectly. I remember I'm being, you know, that weird age, like anywhere between eight and 11, when your kids, you try to give them this little bit of independence. Maybe you're in a restaurant and maybe you want to send them to the restroom by themselves. And you're like a hawk watching that restroom door who goes in and out, Yeah, you know, and you're like, you've got two minutes. Are you doing one or two? You better <laughs> tell me because if it takes longer than three minutes, I'm coming in there and I'm breaking down the stall. Is that just me with Duncan? Maybe it's... um. Maybe it's just me. Same. I'm the same. Same. So you just sign a that release kind of... form before you go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we're in that weird stage. And I started thinking about me when I was that little. I was like, okay, Candace, mm-hmm. have grace for your kids. Remember what you were thinking at that point. And then I had this memory of a horrible event that happened at a movie theater. No. Yes. Yes. Okay. What movie? I I can't even remember the movie. That's not even important. It's not even. No. You're gonna listen and be like, "Well, it didn't matter anyways." So we were in a movie, and I was sitting next to my dad. And I don't know if you remember back in the '80s, but there was these members-only jackets that were so popular. So popular. Do you remember them? They had like the little tab on the sleeve, and they snapped. And then they had like the embroidered little tag that said "members only." You felt oh prestigious. Gosh. It was awesome. Yeah. I didn't have one. Every every male that I knew was amazing, yeah. and they had them. Well, my dad had a maroon color one. And so that was kind of my thing when I left his little, you know, a little independence here and there. I'd look for the maroon members-only jacket to find my dad. Oh, no. <laughs> we were in the good part of the movie, and I said, Dad, I've got to go. I've got to go to the restroom. I can't wait. And he goes, well, go ahead, but you come right back. And I'm like, okay. So I leave. And I see a person walking ahead of me as I'm coming out of the restroom with clean hands and looking down the hall wearing a members only jacket, same build as my dad, everything, same haircut. (laughs) And he's far enough away that he goes into a theater. So I just follow this guy, completely follow him, go to the row that he's on, sit next to him for a good solid 30 minutes was looking ahead and sharing this stranger's popcorn (laughs) straight up digging, rooting around in the the tub of popcorn, eating it. And I'm like, "Mm, mm," hmm, like not even aware of the fact that I'm next to a stranger stealing his food and this is not my dad. I completely followed the wrong person altogether. And so then I look at him and he was like, can I help you? It took him like a good solid, because he's like thinking, what is this kid doing? Cause I'm a child, you know. And he goes, "Can I help you?" And I was like, "That's not my dad's voice." <laughs> I get up and I embarrassingly run into the hall, and my dad's standing out in the hallway, looking both sides down, left and right. And he's just, you know, got a, an attendant and an usher with him, and they're going in and out of theaters looking for me. And then he goes, "Oh my god!" He's candy. Get your butt in here, Dad. it Scared all of us. What are you doing? You know, and we always joke now that this was the story of when I got lost in the movie theater. And I'm like, I I wasn't lost. I just followed the wrong person. <laughs> oh my god! And you know what? Today, it's important when we talk about what does following look like. I think a lot of us really, we get it in our heads. Well, I'm following, but I think I want to question, what are you following? Is it Ooh, is it, is it counterfeit? Is it worthwhile? Does it so intrinsically look like what you're going after that you don't even realize it's a fake? Um, like I just I think of these things a lot, and I wonder. This is an important topic for all of us because some of us may be wasting effort, maybe dare say I going in the wrong daggum direction, sitting next to a complete stranger, <laughs> eating, eating from their, their table. <laughs> Mm -hmm. rooting around in their business and it's not where you need to be and and so today we just want to challenge you I know these are silly little stories of what we've seen following look like but I want you to get on your thinking cap today because I really want you to think long and hard with us and dive into this topic of what does it look like to follow and are you following something worthwhile and is it an adventure that you're enjoying or not? Got us a minute under. Appreciate that. Boom, 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 boom. Put some peach of Chang's in me. Watch me do my thing. (laughs) Uh, I'll roll it back. I'll roll it forward. All the things I see. Uh, Kung-kau chicken. It's in my throat a little bit, and I don't even feel it. It's making its way down right now. Oh-oh, chicken fall down. Why am I
0: doing this? Why am I doing this? I don't know, but you fully committed and... I, I felt like in that started. moment I was following the right thing.
1: Jared, keep that in the show. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm loving this little break that we're taking. <laughs> While we're taking a break, we're going to take a break right here and tell you a story from our time in Kenya. Listen, did we not just have the best time learning how to follow their dancing? Um, basically, I want to just call it out. It's Kenyan line dancing, is what happened. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I had some white girl moves at the Open Arms Village. I was proud of them. Good job. They they stepped in. And it was a silly moment. It was a fun moment we had together. Yes. But, you know, we had a mega dance party. Mm -hmm. And I think it really, it ties in well with what we're actually talking about today. Because, you know, family is where children learn to follow. And where they learn to thrive under their leadership and discipleship of parents. And there's so much power of family and at open arms village we saw that in action you know the house parents they were deeply committed to the children in their care so family isn't just a nice sounding word Uh, a family dance party isn't just a fun little party but it's actually (laughs) a beautiful reality that these kids get to have in the village
1: and you know what they're coming from poverty abandonment and abuse and then they're being enveloped into a loving permanent family that gives them the care and stability that they need to heal and to thrive And you know what i'm just gonna say it we're wanting you to partner with open arms that's why we're telling you about them and that's what you provide when you become a champion of hope with open arms if you want to learn more about how just eleven dollars can make a huge difference and provide hope of the gospel and the love of a family for a child in kenya visit openarmsinternational.org and click the banner at the top of the page You called in with your questions, you shared with us your shoulds. We just want to listen, and maybe we can do some good. You
0: said what? Well, Candace casually takes a snack break. You know, last season, season one, we ended around Christmas time, and we were going to do a special mm. bonus episode, but somebody... Hey. No names, name Candace, had to hey. get surgery.
1: <laughs> it was an emergency surgery, and we're you're she, holding that over
0: me. Oh my God. No, she had emergency surgery, and we wanted to honor her time in her life. So we let go of this idea we had, but we were actually developing a bonus episode for Christmas. So we invited you guys to call in and let me tell you, you follow directions. So we, we invited you guys to sing us your favorite Christmas carols. And we are going to just take a listen on it. It is Christmas in March. Are you ready for it, Candace? I'm beyond ready. I've already
1: heard a couple and I can't. I can't.
0: Here we go. Hey, this is Diana from Arlington, and I was just gonna call and sing the Christmas song that I love that I'm actually singing soon, so I'm excited about it. We're excited. I mean, anyways, oh,
1: okay.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm
1: nervous. Oh, tell it on the mountain. Okay. Over the hills <laughs> and everywhere. Yes, ma'am. Oh, tell it on the mountain that jesus christ is all yes yes ma'am all right diana
0: i felt like she was nervous for that and then she just american idled my face off like come on
1: (laughs) why do you create the verbs that you create why (laughs) (laughs) she was so cash she's
0: like i'm nervous and then she just (laughs) like I kind of want to listen again. I want to listen. Well, she's okay, from let's my look.
1: neighborhood. She said Arlington. I'm not that far away from Arlington, so I'm just going to start humming this song and see if anybody sings it anywhere out in public and I can find Diana. <laughs> All right. Take a listen to this one.
0: Hey, guys. This is Sarah from Henderson, Tennessee, and my favorite Christmas carol is I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only hippopotamus will do.
1: Oh, she that's hung it! got it! <laughs> <laughs> this is that sweet Tennessee, Tennessee accent coming out, and then she's like just leaving us hanging, hanging. It's like one and done. All right, this one's very important. Okay, Candice, I need you to. Okay, Can you need to stop eating. Prepare this? your heart. <laughs> my Focus. Joke? It's not snack
0: time. It's not snack time. Okay, I'm gonna put Are my snack ready?
1: aside. you ready? No, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no. I wasn't ready. Hold on.
0: This is the Christmas. Carol of Christmas Carols.
1: Oh, here we go. Okay,
0: here we go. Bing, 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 bing. Bing, bing,
1: bing. Bing. Bing, bing. Bing, bing. Bing, bing. Why? It was the peanuts.
0: I just feel like. These people are just so our people. <laughs> like, why? I, I just want to be best friends with everybody that called. I mean, we have a catalog of Christmas carols, and you guys have brought us joy. So
1: much joy. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Here's what other listeners don't see. We make a run sheet for every show. And we have like Google Translate kind of do the voice calls. And so literally it says next on my sheet, bing, 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 bing. bing. <laughs> so I was like, what's about to come up? <laughs> and then this lady... I love it. We're so happy. Oh, I'm so oh, grateful gosh. for people who follow us and follow our directions. It's the, it's the best.
0: It's the best. And oh. if, you, if you would like also to be featured oh, on an upcoming please. show, please. here's the number. Write it down. You can find it in our show notes on the web. You can mm. find it on Instagram. It's very simple. 315-308-0163. You can call... And tell us the things you're shooting in life or you can just do whatever you want. I mean we <laughs> obviously can really enjoy these moments with you guys together.
1: So, so thank good. you for
0: following following directions on that.
1: He said Whoa.
0: We're obviously still dying over the yes. <laughs> followers. So that was good. too much fun. Okay. Wow. So now we gotta transition focus a little bit because we're getting some Bible time all up in here. We're talking about following and we've jokingly been like, Thanks for following us and calling and following directions and Yeah. But I think there's a part of being a Christ follower where we are t- we have to follow God's <laughs> directions in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah, um, but I'm I'm reminded of this verse in Ephesians five, okay, one through two. It reminds me of the story I shared earlier about my son, and but it says this: follow God's example. Therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave Himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God.
1: It's good, Jenny. I love that verse.
0: Yeah. So we're joking around a lot in this episode, but. We really want you guys to, to understand this and for ourselves too. Yeah. What does it look like to follow God's example as dearly loved children? Yeah. I think there's such an innocence that comes of fully trusting your parents. As a child, you're trusting your parent to lead you, right? To protect you, to love you. If, if it's a healthy environment, let me put that disclaimer on it. And what does it look like to be a child of God to have a healthy relationship with jesus and to follow in that way
1: yeah well jesus even put the disclaimer on that healthy relationship i mean there's a whole section in luke where he talks about hey if you if one of you have a kid that asks for a piece of bread are you going to give him a stone if one of you your kids ask for a a piece of fish are you going to give him a snake and he said how how then if you who are evil know how to do good to your kids. How much more will the father give you the Holy Spirit when you ask him? I mean, like Jesus even understands that we don't have good, healthy examples necessarily in the leadership that we're offered through just parenting. But the fact that he goes even further um, to teach us in Ephesians five. Now this wasn't red letter. This wasn't Jesus's words, but, but we're saying holistically the teachings of Christ, the teachings of the word of God, it says, follow God's example as loved children. And then walk in that way of love. I mean, here's the deal. If you've had a parent that's loved you, it doesn't say follow God's example as um, abandoned children, Mm. (laughs) as children that have been orphaned, as children that have been mistreated and abused. It's saying if you've experienced being a dearly loved child, follow God's example and walk in that way of love. Cause anybody that has has a that has had a healthy relationship in parenting can understand just what your little son understood when he was standing by your husband. It's yeah. that I wanna be like you. I wanna do what you do, I wanna look like you, and I know that you're my hero. And and, and I'm not minimalizing or not giving a stage to those that have had some circumstances where it hasn't been that way. We're honoring right. that. We're saying we we get you, we hear you, but that's not what in the he said what section that we're trying to point out, the Bible tells us clearly, if you've been a dearly loved child, then here's the example that you need to follow. Walk in that way of love. And I think it's beautiful, the example that you gave with your son and with your husband, because it is just that innocence. You know, um, I'm, I may be a horrible mom. <laughs> but i love oh. i love when my kids were little getting them to do things that i knew were just silly but they would do it just because i asked them
0: oh you mean like what i I do this to you all the time. And you're like, no, I'm not doing it. But I'm like, please do this thing. Like, sing a yes, song. now." Yes, like, no. yes. like oh. you would do that to the kids. Got
1: oh, it. when they were like one ish, you know, and they're learning how to be like, high five, give them a high five. Come on, give them a high five. And they'd be like, oh, mm. and they'd put their hand out. You're like, high five. And you'd celebrate it like crazy. And then I'd be like, taking it a step further. And then I'd be like, give them a fist bump, give them a fist bump. And they'd be like, okay. And they'd put out their little bitty fist, their chunky little knuckles, yeah. you know. And then the last one that would always get me. And it would just, it, pure joy for my my entertainment only. But I'd say, praise the lord and then they just lift their hands up in the air you know hands. i say praise the lord and they have their hands up and i'm so sitting there cute. thinking oh my gosh it's just that simplicity of i don't know why i'm asked to do this but i'm just gonna follow i'm just gonna follow yeah you know i'm in a loving environment i'm being held right now and this is something that i can see is bringing us joy together and my mom smiles when i do it and i'm gonna smile back and it's something fun you know i think that we forget that we are dearly beloved children of god yeah and i think that we just forget that's our identity when we're with him that we can trust that what he's asking us to do when he's asking us to follow him will lead to those moments of connection with him they're going to lead to moments of trust with him and enjoyment we forget that there's just an enjoyment in following a lot of people they want to follow out of obligation. But the the reality is, is when you follow because you belong, it changes everything. It changes everything. Man, all I keep
0: thinking of is there was this moment, um, middle school Jenny went camping with my dad and my family and okay. we climbed up this giant cliff mm-hmm. and I'm at the edge of the cliff and my dad jumped in, he was in the water and I'm looking over the cliff and I'm like, there's no way, there's no way I'm jumping. You went this cliff jumping? Is- this is, there was no way I was cliff jumping. This oh, is unsafe. Either. All the logical reasons of why yeah. would I ever do this? And my, I heard my dad's voice and he's like, you can do it. Like totally cheering me on. Oh,
1: wow. And
0: there was this moment where for me, I was like, okay, I can follow his voice and trust that he actually knows what he's talking about and that this is going to be fun or this is going to benefit me somehow. Um, this is a little risky. I don't know if I'm going to do it. Right. And there was a security that still was there, even though it felt risky. You know, Mm. and when I think of following Jesus is risky because God is going to ask us sometimes to do hard things. Yeah, I'm kind of leading the conversation a little bit because I mean, we can follow in so many different ways. And this is being a risky follower, like taking a risk in it. I love that, though. Anyway, so I heard his voice and I'm like, I got this because my dad, I knew my dad was down there Mm. and he was going to help me. Right. He was he was Mm. in the midst of it. I could trust his voice and there was love and security surrounding it. So I jumped in and it was so fun. It was awesome and I wouldn't have done that if I didn't know he was there cheering me on and saying you got
1: this. You're you're pointing and highlighting this incredible truth here that the moment that you decide that you're going to follow Jesus after he's pursued you and you've said yes to him and responded to that because it is the Holy Spirit that draws on men to himself. <laughs> I'm laughing because Jenny and I had a little off-topic, off off-the-record off theological <laughs> discussion real quick. So we're good. We're back to normal. Listen, when you choose to respond— I feel uncomfortable about it. It's okay. But... Me too. It's okay. We're working through yeah. it. When you choose to respond to God's urging, um, God's pursuing of you, there is a moment where you are going to learn that in your following, you're going to have these little moments where it's just like— your son and your husband, I'm just imitating. I'm just being an imitator of God right now. I'm just doing mm, yeah. what I see him doing. But then as you're saying, as you grew older and you had the encounter with listening to your dad's voice to give you courage to take a risk, that's also what happens when we follow God, is that we get older, we we learn new experiences with God. We we have history with him that builds up and we can trust his voice. We can trust him in dangerous situations for for us to be able to be put in and say, go, risk, do it. I've got you. You've got this. Let's go. And that's a following then too. But then I think even more so expanding that, there's this crazy thing that happens from following God where our lives just intrinsically get blessed. You know, and the, the real reality that that we see this pitfall, this trap, is that most people want to jump to that first. They want to follow to get They want to follow in order to get all this stuff from God because they see, hey, if that person's following hard after God, they're getting blessed and I want that too. And you forget that there's all these steps that have happened in your history with him before. Not saying that that he can't bless you or that he won't bless you at the very beginning. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that we have a lot of misaligning with the reasons why we should follow after God. And I love how you talk about it in Galatians 5, that passage. What did you say that we're really after instead of following God? We're after what?
0: Yeah, a byproduct of following Jesus is that we have the Holy Spirit living inside of it. And, and then Galatians five twenty two says this, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and yeah. self-control. Yeah. And, yeah. and those things come as a byproduct of following Jesus. We don't follow him specifically just to get love, joy, gentleness, but that is a result mm. Mm. of our obedience and following.
1: It is. It's because it's the Holy Spirit, you know, the Holy Spirit when we're following that puts us in step. I mean, like look at the verses following that great passage that we sing songs about and quote all the time about the fruit of the spirit, keep on going. Twenty-five. Since we are living by the spirit, let us follow the spirit's leading in every part of our lives. And I love that. I, I think that we 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 miss that in this whole. Uh, the fruit of the spirit is this. So the fruit of faithfulness, the fruit of following God. That's not what it's saying. The fruit of the spirit are these things. So in order to encounter those, you have to follow the spirit's leading in every part of your life. We've probably like drilled this into our listeners over and over almost every episode. But if you haven't heard from us one thing, it's consistently follow the Holy Spirit's leading in your life. It's mm. it's moving to his impulses, it's being connected with, it's staying in step Can we take it just one step a little bit even further than that? If we're doing a he said what? Let's let's go. Let's go here. Keep on reading the passage. And when it talks about following, it doesn't just talk about our relationship one-on-one with God. It actually talks about how that filters out to the world and relationships around us. So verse 26, just on the heels of it, says this. It's already told us, stay in step with the Holy Spirit, follow him. And then verse 26 let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're, here's a good metric for you right now. If you're really following after Jesus, if you're really following after God, are you conceited? Do you provoke one another with divisive conversations with things that make them angry and make them want to turn hot headed? Are you jealous of somebody else? I mean, like are these the indicators of how you're living with the people around you? Then it may not be that you're pursuing and following after Jesus. It may be because you're pursuing and following after the things that you're trying to preserve and protect for your self image or worth. Yeah. Let's, I want to like
0: dive into this deeper. There's things we can be following that are self serving that aren't serving
1: others. Ooh, wait a minute. Tweetable. There are things that we could be following that are self serving and that are not serving others. I just think I need to Bible study that question forever.
0: <laughs> I think we all need to. I yeah. mean, if, so, you know, the whole wow. let's do the American dream thing 2.5 kids, 700 cars, a bazillion dollar house. I'm being very extreme in how, what I'm saying, but. Granite countertops. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to think of something
1: fancy and I couldn't <laughs> think of anything. <laughs> sconces sconces in the foyer
0: sconces Uh, diet pepsi diet pepsi (laughs) in my mouth right now i don't know (laughs) oh reel it in randall but um so it's like yeah what it's great to have a job and provide right but is that what we're are we following the wrong thing in pursuing the american Mm. dream because let me mm. tell you, I won't tell you. I won't tell you. you no, 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 no. no. This
1: is going to make some heads hot or it's going to make them be like shaking their head. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Whatever about to it's about to come out of your mouth because I feel it and I'm not opposed to it. Go for it. If we're following the American dream, what? I mean, Jesus, Jesus is not asking us to follow the American dream. Newsflash. Yeah, he's not American. Newsflash. Newsflash. Jesus is not American. <laughs> hey, here's another newsflash. He wasn't white. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, There's just multiple things that we could go on from there. But if we're talking about we need to follow him as he follows. I mean, look at even Paul. He decides to tell us in the gospels or in the epistles as well. Hey, follow me as I follow after Christ. Listen, when you're following the right thing, you have the authority to tell other people to follow you. If you're not following the right thing, quit asking people to follow you. Ooh, did that hurt? that hurt? Because I felt it in my soul. I think so many of us are trying to get consumed with how many followers and how many likes and how many uh, platform. Give it to me. Status. Come on. And the reality. Give it to me now. And I'm jealous of you if you've got it and you didn't deserve it. My thing is, is shut the mess up. If you're not following hard after Jesus, you don't have the authority to say, follow me after I follow after Christ. Because here's the deal. What you're saying is follow me because I'm being self-serving. Jenny, you... You just come up with the best and good quotes. Is it self-serving or is it serving others? That's a great test to ask yourself. Am I following what really matters?
0: Yeah. I mean, even if you look at Galatians 5.13, the passage right before the stuff we read, it says, for you have been called to live in freedom. You know, we're about freedom, you guys, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love for the whole law can be summed up in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. But if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out, beware of destroying one another. So following Jesus, it means we're leaving, we're leaving stuff behind. We have freedom, but we're leaving our sin behind and we're looking to how can we serve others in the process?
1: That verse, if it just didn't slap you two ways sideways, back ways, forward ways, up ways, down ways through Sunday to next week and next month in 2021, I don't know what it just did, but I'm feeling it in my bones that I'm missing the whole purpose of following after Christ if this doesn't be the end result, that I actually love others from it, that I actually use my freedom to satisfy not my sinful nature, but to serve others in love. Gosh, this last part. Verse 15, if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Beware of destroying one another. If you're, if you're saying that you follow Jesus and yet you're known for being a, a biter <laughs> and you're known for destroying people in the church, I just want to say something to you. We need you to find out the hope that really is in the scriptures and the truth that's really in it. Because there are a lot of people that are going to walk away from underneath your ministry that are following you with scars and wounds that are really hard to walk out of. And um, I don't say that lightly. I I have a lot of people that have wounded me that I followed incorrectly, if I'm just being honest. (laughs) I put them on a pedestal, and I followed them more than I did Jesus, and I got hurt really bad, real bad. But even since... I'd be amiss if I'd left this out. I still pray for them. I still love them. I still hope for them to be people that live up to the potential of the way that, that God sees them and loves them and wants to lead them as well. So I, w- I would be really, really foolish to have this reach of this podcast without thinking that somebody could be listening right now, that you're leading people the wrong way because you're not following after Jesus. And I'm just going to, I'm going to ask you, stop. Think about who you're following And think about who you're leading and think about, is it self-serving or is it serving others? Hey, let's pray. This week, we've been talking about following like Jesus. So before we leave, we want to encourage you the best way that we know how. As we close today's episode, we want to pray for you and encourage you too. God, I just pray for our listeners right now that um, there are crucial moments where they're standing on the edge of a, of a decision of where they go next, and they're just looking for something or anything to follow. I ask that you would just give them clarity in the decisions that they're making so that they can see your movement, your hand moving them, your, your steps ahead of them, that they can walk directly beside and behind. Um, Father, I also just pray for our listeners right now that... We were talking about in the he said what section that are possibly unaware that they're even leading people the wrong direction because they're following motives that are very self-serving instead of serving others. God, would you lead them with grace to repentance? Man, it's such a heavy thing to pray and ask on just a podcast prayer time. It makes me kind of feel like... uh, Ugh, did we really just say that but i just i feel like god that's what you're asking us to pray for and not just them but i pray if there's somewhere in me where i'm leading people the wrong way that's being self-serving would you just correct me recourse me you know re realign me to the should that i should follow which is after jesus how he followed you how he didn't do anything that you didn't say and he didn't do anything that you didn't want him to do. I mean, that's not just me making that up. That's scriptural. He tells us, I don't do anything that my father didn't tell me to do. God, I want to follow you like Jesus followed you. And I want that to be the aim of my life as well. So I'm not just asking it of my listeners. I'm, I'm saying it first here as well. Yeah. If there's any area of my life that's self-serving or that's not loving others and serving others, would you show me and correct it? Course correct it quickly, God. I want to be known for how quickly I turn to you, not run away from you.
0: Yeah. And I just want to pray along with that for anybody who has been led astray or hurt by somebody they followed and they might've influenced them spiritually or hardened their relationship with you, God. I just pray that your voice becomes louder in their life, that they begin to hear the voice of a loving father, not a dictator but a wow. father who yeah. loves Come and on. brings kindness and brings clarity and provides peace and gives forgiveness, God. So I just pray that your voice rings louder than any hurt or shame or any, um, act of another person that might've spoken more loudly in a season, God. And and we just pray, um, whoever needs to receive that, that they have ears to hear that Lord. And I just pray that you strengthen um, all our relationships with you, <laughs> as we follow you and we learn to serve and love you more. In Jesus' name,
1: amen. Amen, amen.
0: Shut the shit up, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.
1: To share your should, call 315-308-0163. And you may be featured
0: on an upcoming episode. If you've been inspired to stop shitting yourself, head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars.
1: If there's one thing you're going to should yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.